Welcome to this particular broadcast. So I am looking into the fact that this is Elizabeth Ferrard, first deaconess of the Church of England, founder of the community of St Andrew, 1883. The commemoration of Elizabeth Ferrard. Yeah, I wanted to say Ferrard there, but it's a Ferrard. Elizabeth Ferrard. Um... Now, I am obviously finding out about all these different types of people. There are so many. I've got to kind of keep myself, you know, centred in God um, most of the time. But to find out a little bit more, to look a little bit out with, you know, we don't want coronavirus to go crazy. Um, But a little bit of finding out really goes a long way, um, particularly when directed by the Holy Spirit. So I decided with regards to um, you know prayer in the Holy Spirit that it would be good to find out more about Ferrard. Um, Elizabeth I should say very um, respectfully so uh, speak from her first name and second and then now basically she was venerated in the Anglican Communion so she will be recognised through the Scottish Episcopalian as well and throughout the rest of the United Kingdom and other places like Wales and Ireland. Um, she was a deaconess, so you know, um, in the Catholic Church, they um, don't have any um, female deacons as such. But we know from the Bible that it is certainly, um, you know, it happens in the Bible. We have the first female deacon who was um, uh, basically commended by Saint Paul, the Apostle Saint Paul. Um, her name was Phoebe, and um, so she was a very first deaconess. Um, they do exist, therefore, even in the Bible. So um, the Anglican Episcopalian churches, in other words, are Reformed churches. Um, even although they are Reformed, it, this is a tradition that dates back even um, to the time of St. Paul, as he first commended um, that first deaconess who, um, as I say, was Phoebe. And basically he said, you know, Phoebe has been like a friend to us. You know, St. Paul was very, very traditional. We know that he came from a very traditional Jewish background, then into Judaism. Um, and of course, uh, understanding that his um, Lord and Saviour was Jesus Christ. Um, he was very, very, very of that traditional sense and very much saw that the woman should be um, basically in submission to her husband. And that is the way with the church, you know, in submission to Jesus Christ as he is the husband of the church and the bridegroom. And so he is extremely traditional. So it meant a lot, a lot, a lot for him to send out a messenger on his behalf even although that she was female, he sent her out with the message on his behalf to to give his message. So him is being like, okay, a type of sort of priest, although an apostle um, um, and disciple of Jesus, uh, so extremely high up within the church, he was um, basically giving her such a um, a, a huge level of um, authority within the church but of course that would come from the Holy Spirit first and and he agreed to that and facilitated that um, forward going forward and so um, 
Elizabeth Catherine Ferrard Deaconess. She was born on the 22nd of February 1825 in Bloomsbury, London, and she died on the 18th of April 1883. Now, Although she died then, her feast day is the 18th of July, which is today. Um, so her particular vocation is um, obviously, you know, um, as females were all called into that royal priesthood. But when Jesus put that, uh, you know, spiritual crown on my head and me knowing that I am doing that anyway, without actually having to wear a physical crown as such and to walk around and in the typical, maybe the earth and typical kind of queenly way that you might imagine, but to to really have that from an authentic place of godliness um, in the way that might be righteous amongst um, our queen of queens in terms of Mary, the mother of God and, and Jesus Christ himself on a certain level for a certain time and period. We then have, um, obviously myself as a female, like hearkening first to the Holy Spirit and putting the Holy Spirit first. Well, there are women that can and will do this, but they are not nuns as such. Now, nuns, of course, um, from the Catholic Church, again, this is very important because, you know, they are um, revering Mother Mary as well. But um, maybe in in terms of like the old older order kind of um, level, whereas we are reaching to the new creation and walking in faith and without sight as such. Um, so kind of going beyond some of the text as well. But it is based upon scripture. It is scripturally based that, you know, there are um, deaconesses. Um, and of course, you know, there for female priests, we have, um, of course, uh, this serenity as well. And um, by putting God first. And also through the salvation of Jesus Christ um, and taking Jesus as our Lord and Saviour to be our heavenly King, then therefore that means that obviously my vocation is possible. Um, but in terms of deaconess, with Phoebe being the first ever, then of course it is biblical as well also, um, not only by the Holy Spirit, um, but biblically based that, of course, Elizabeth Catherine Ferrard could go on to be a deaconess without actually um, having to be a nun as such. Um, so again, just looking to reforming as we're called to do by God, because that is the command. So in that command, um, obviously we have the Anglican Episcopalian, the Presbyterian churches as well, moving forward um, with this strong um, Catholic base. Um, but taking it further forward, that is where her... Um, originations come from and of course moving through um yeah and I'm just drawn here it says that um let's see sources differ as to whether her ordination occurred on the 3rd or the 18th of July okay so this is why um we would have the feast day possibly today if her ordination occurred on this day but it was either the 3rd or the 18th of July 1862 and the earlier date is the feast of the Apostle St. Thomas. So St. Thomas being so extremely important um, from very, very early on, obviously would maintain the third um, as his feast day, whether or not um, Catherine would be ordained 
Elizabeth Catherine rather would be ordained at that time, um, you know, it could be understandable that her actual feast day could be moved to a later date because St Thomas was on third. And that's got nothing to do with her being a female um, and him being a male. It's just obviously that he is from the uh, very, very original um, church, although we're all linked in that way. Um, so we have all this information about her and um, yeah so four sisters of the deaconess community of St Andrew were ordained deacon at Bristol and seven sisters at London henceforth the community was known as the community of St Andrew in 1994, three of these deacons were ordained as priests. Okay, so again, that would be the kind of the next um, level up for a woman. And of course, we know that um, that makes sense because as Jesus Christ is, um, well, I guess you could say this, Jesus Christ was a priest and his rib was Mary, let's say Mary Magdalene and so she was like the first priestess um, but she wasn't accepted initially by St Peter which is also standing for the Roman Catholic Church. St Peter often is um, related to describing that of the Catholic Church so he didn't accept um, the word from uh, Mary Magdalene, he didn't believe that she had seen um, Jesus but she actually was the first to view Jesus at the resurrection so there you know there's always been this place there um, by the most holy one even although churches and people and human beings in their lower levels of being cannot accept that in other words lower churches cannot accept that doesn't mean to say that Jesus Christ hasn't I mean the most holy one like a god in the flesh hasn't already ordained that for a woman. So thanks be to God.